You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. I'm so happy to have you guys here today. Today, I'm talking to Mr. Brian Greenberg from brianjgreenberg.com, and he has a PR strategy that everyone listening is going to absolutely adore. So make sure you listen in. It's PR. It helps with backlinks. It's good for SEO. It's good for you. It's awesome. So make sure you listen to this episode. He also gives us some really cool sales tips for after you get all these leads coming in your funnel, how to get them to close. He's a really great guest, and I really think you guys are going to enjoy him. Again, his name is Brian Greenberg from brianjgreenberg.com. Before we jump into that, of course, I have to say, if your website is not working for you and you're not generating any traffic and leads and you need help with Facebook ads, SEO, pay-per-click, content marketing, social media marketing, all of that stuff, make sure you reach out to us at trafficandleads.com. I've been digital marketing for the last 12 years. We know what we're doing over here. So make sure you reach out to us for either an all a cart package or we can create an amazing package that will generate traffic and leads for your small business for years to come. So make sure you reach out to us today, trafficandleads.com. And of course, I have to mention The Click Technique. Make sure you check out theclicktechnique.com. There you will find a free five-day bootcamp on how to build a strong online marketing foundation. And you'll have access to the awesome Click Technique private Facebook group. All of this, friends, is for free. Before we hop in to talk to Brian, I actually want to do a quick marketing minute. And that has to do with email marketing. So I know a lot of you have some mind trash when it comes to email marketing and you don't want to bother these people and you don't know what to say and you feel like you know you're taking their time but I'm here to tell you if you got their names through an irresistible offer and they've raised their hands and they said yes we want to hear from you you're actually doing them a disservice by not emailing them and the more you email people the better we were running a campaign here at trafficandleads.com we would follow up with about Four emails. Well, we wanted to put the heat on, so we doubled that and sent people two emails a day for four days, which is pretty crazy. That was eight follow-up emails to get them to make a sale or to get them to buy what we were selling. And guess what? Our rates and our sales increased dramatically. Sometimes people get an email in and they delete it and you can just hit them just right when that email comes in to get them to make that sell. So overall is what I'm trying to tell you is email your list more, ask more, send emails at different times, test with emails. Email marketing is still such a viable and amazing option. Don't let it slip through your hands and utilize it for your business and don't be scared to email people. And the more the merrier. Just keep emailing. Again, we were emailing two times a day for four days. It increased our sales significantly. So release the mind trash and start emailing your list. That's your marketing minute from One Click Lindsay today. So let's hop into this awesome interview with Brian Greenberg. Ryan, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. So excited to have you on today. 
Thank you for having me, Lindsay. Why don't you tell the listeners what you do? What's your specialty, Brian? Uh, Lindsay, my specialty is selling online. So my specialty is actually getting people to find my businesses via organic search. So we've primarily been making our business by people finding us on Google uh, and Bing. Now, the other thing that we do is we have a very short sales process. And I wrote a book called The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell, A Marketing Guide to Selling While You Sleep. Now, the whole premise is, is to sell them more with informational selling and doing everything we can to automate, systematize, and uh, delegate the whole process so you can actually shorten the whole sales process and complete a whole sale with very little physical uh, interaction with a client. If we can't close the client completely uh, online and digitally. Love it. So um, just so people can understand the context, what business are you making all these sales through? Is it for like a consulting business or what kind of business are we talking about here? Lindsay, I've had a lot of businesses over the years. I've run an internet, uh, organic internet consulting business that I sold in 2012. I have a lot of e-commerce websites, but my main business right now is True Blue Life Insurance. And we sell life insurance in all 50 states. So life wow. insurance happens to be one of the most competitive industries on the internet. The pay-per-click on these things are just, I think pay-per-click is 30 to $50 a click. So I decided that's what I wanted to go after organically in Google. And that's what I did. And I've been running that business successfully for about 10 years and it's just got better and better. And that's, that's our main fantastic. business. That's um, so you, so you sell life insurance in 50 states and you, are you are doing some organic SEO in all 50 states then? Yes. You know, if you're going to get on Google for some of the main keywords, it's, you know, it's a national thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm competing nationally, not locally. And yeah, it's a tougher market. I'm going after, uh, I'm competing with a lot bigger companies with a lot of big budgets, although we've been very successful doing it. Yeah, that's really impressive because, yeah, you're going after the big dogs and you're keeping up. So just we've had a lot of SEO experts on the show, but let's say you already have your on-page SEO done. Um, you have some pretty decent content on your website. What else do you do like on a weekly or a monthly basis in order to maintain your rankings? Is it just content and doing some backlink work or can you kind of spell that out for us? It's a combination between content and building backlinks. So especially if you're in a competitive industry, you have to continually build backlinks. Now, these days, it doesn't take that many backlinks. Uh, you want to get as many, you know, authority backlinks. Uh, we've been focusing a lot on PR and getting contributorships and articles mentioned in some top publications like Entrepreneur or Forbes or Huffington Post. Uh, the places that are more difficult to get into. Now, these are what, you know, my real big competitors are going after. And if I can go after it, I can compete with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the smaller guys, they're not aiming towards that kind of stuff. They're taking more of the low-hanging fruit. So there's a lot of people in the in industry right now that are, you know, selling blog posts, which is fine. It actually still works a little bit, although it's a risky uh, strategy because we don't know how long it's going to work. And historically, Google has wiped out a lot of people. So we want to go after the really natural stuff. Uh, Will Reynolds from Sear Interactive came out with a saying, uh, RCS, real company 
he used the profanity, but real company stuff. So mm-hmm. you want to do things that real companies do. So if you know if you're going to want to get on a link scheme or a blog carnival or spinning content, these are not things a real company does. So if you're going to spend time and invest, link building is a great thing. Now, when you build up all the links, you're going to build up a strong website. And if you have a strong website and a strong domain, you could rank for pretty much anything. So at that point, every content page you put up, you have a very good chance of ranking. And that's what we've done in our companies. So we'll use tools like SEMrush. You could use, you know, Hrefs. These are all SEO tools. And you can see where your competitors are bringing in the most traffic. And you can see, you know, how valuable that traffic is by seeing, what the cost per click is on those things. And then that'll give you an idea of what content to create. And fr- from there, the w- the wheel spins. I love it. That's, that's a good review of how to tackle organic SEO. Just for fun, what are your tips for getting mentioned in an article on Forbes or Entrepreneur without, um, you know, there's a lot of schemes on allowing you to do such a thing, but is there, uh, what's your recommendation for doing that? We've done uh, a few PR releases. So I like to find independent uh, PR firms. Um, you know, the, some of the larger PR firms, they can charge you 10000 a month. But if you go up on a freelancer website like Upwork.com, you'll be able to find a lot of freelancers. Uh, and the other thing that's nice is these guys make their living off building up reviews on these sites. Mm-hmm. So if you contract them on a per project basis, you know, you can say, look for this amount of money, I'm, we're going to go until I get 10 pickups. Now, the thing we've learned with doing these kind of content outreaches is that it's always best to use lists, 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 you know, the five best, uh, you know, ways to build links organically. Uh, these things are like catnip to all the contributors and the editors at a lot of magazines. So what we'll do is we'll we'll build uh, you know one of these articles and we'll write it already, and then we'll contact a whole bunch of editors. Uh, you know we'll build a list and and email them and see if they want to pick it up. And overwhelmingly, you know we'll get a lot of people picking it up. And every time we run a PR release, we get about 10, 15 plus pickups. And those are very valuable links. And what you'll also get is sometimes they'll want uh, an exclusive. All right. So they might want you to modify the article or write something similar. It's a great way to get in front of people. Now, I do want to say something else. And I've learned this not only using lists uh, to try and get these links from these publications, but it's the headline. Mm -hmm. Now, we use a really great tool. It's free. All right. So it's not paid. And I don't know why it's free. It's that good. Uh, but it's headlines.sharethrough.com. Headlines.sharethrough.com. Uh, you can put a headline and it'll actually grade it and give you suggestions. And we have seen just incredible results when we run our headlines using that tool. Um, we're yet to not get a pickup. And we recently got a pickup in Entrepreneur Magazine. Um and through the business collective. So it's working very well. 
That's awesome. Amazing tip. So we go, we write an article. Let me just go through the steps again. So everyone is clear. We're going to write an article. It's going to be a numbered list of 10 best ways, whatever it may be. We're going to run it through the headline generator and make a super sexy headline. Then we're going to take off and go to Upwork to find Tell me what we're looking for on Upwork specifically, we're Brian. We're looking for a PR specialist. So you can just type in a key. Well, first of all, you can post a project, which is the coolest thing on these freelancer websites. Yes. Looking for a PR specialist to do a release, um, you know, in whatever industry you're in. Okay. And is there anything that we need to be watching out? Because I know there's a little bit of like uh, you can get some shady people out there. What are we looking for? And to find just re- making sure they have good five-star reviews, people have reviewed them, and they look up and up, Right. Yes. You know, don't make the mistake of going through like Fiverr or trying to get the most inexpensive. Use a site that uses reviews. So what these sites do is they act as an intermediary. So you you don't pay the freelancer directly. You pay Upwork, the, the freelancer website. That way, if there's any dispute, they handle it. Usually the freelancer loses. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if if they don't do a good job, you have the option of giving them a poor review, especially if they deserve it. Uh, that ensures that usually uh, these freelancers will, will over-deliver. Now, it's important. A lot of the freelancers will say, hey, let's do it outside of the system, all right, because they might – they essentially save money because about 10% of what you pay goes to the freelancer website. Don't do it. Uh, these This is uh, a setup for disaster. Uh absolutely stay on these freelancer sites and make it imperative that you do so. Wow. Awesome. Okay. So we find someone out there and then they'll take this awesome article you wrote and they have a list of contacts or whatever that they're going to email it out to. And then they get back to you and they're like, Hey, this was pu- this, they, they want to pick this up for whatever. And are all of our, first of all, is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Awesome. And uh, second of all, um, so what if I already have written a cool article like that on my website? Can I go like, are, are the publications wanting it to be just specific to them? Are they cool with picking up something you already published or what are the general rules around that? Some sites don't mind one way or the other. Uh Uh, Other websites, the larger websites, they're going to want it to be exclusive. Okay. You know, it's, if you have something on your website, that's great. You could potentially use it. I would recommend you make it a little bit different. Yeah. You're going to want you're going to want it to be, you know, original. You don't want the editor to run it through Copyscape and find it on your website and say, "Look, you've already said this." Yeah. Uh, the other thing is you want to pose yourself as an expert, so it's important don't, you know, it's always nice backing things up with statistics. Although it seems to work better when you s- write these articles from a personal perspective, saying, "I've found this." Mhm. Uh, I recommend this. Uh a lot of uh, the publications want an article from an expert. I love it. What is your opinion? Because it seems obviously you kind of know this whole PR situation. What's your opinion on Harrow? Have you used that or do you like this strategy that you're explaining to us better than that? I have absolutely used it. Uh, it can, you know, it's a frustrating thing. Yes. Right? Because you're, you could be answering questions all day long and not getting pickups. And sometimes you get pickups although they won't link back to your website. So I've decided to spend my time elsewhere. Now, I focus on places that I can submit that give a link back. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to go after uh, a website that doesn't give a link back 
or if they're using some sort of redirect in that link. Uh, so a no follow link is actually okay with me. I, I do. I'm one of the people who believes that no follow links actually still help a website. And it makes it look natural and it helps mm-hmm. your overall link profile. Agreed. Although if they're using a redirect or if they're not indexing the page, I, I stay away because I'm not getting that that added value of a link. Awesome. Dang, you're full of good information, Brian. I love this interview. Okay. I only have a few more minutes. And now, so I want to segue. I want to trans. I want to go to a different topic, which is after we've SEO'd and the leads are coming in, of course, there's a step in there on how to, you know, get their phone number and all that, but we're going to skip over that. How, let's talk about your book, The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell, A Marketing Guide to Selling While You Sleep. What are your biggest, three biggest tips out of that book? Uh, number one, offer some sort of reciprocity. Uh, give them something. All right. That's, uh, whether it's free information, uh, on my life insurance website, we allow people to run quotes without entering their information, which a lot of my competitors do. Uh, we let them research everything. That's We're giving them something. Uh, the second is add social proof to your website. So you get people to your website. Now you have to convert them into leads and then customers. So obviously you, you want to have a professional reputation. You want to have a beautiful website. List social proof. Social proof are things to help build trust. Uh, list your associations, awards, logos of Uh, popular brands that maybe you're associated or do business with, uh, professional photos, a press page, an about page. Uh, I go through all these in my book, and it it does seem the most important thing is reviews. So, you know, what we found is the last thing somebody does before they submit their information and move forward is they'll go online and they'll type in your business name followed by reviews or followed by complaints, like True Blue Life Insurance complaints. Mm-hmm. Now, it's important when they do that, that that's the time to really uh, put them over the tipping point. So it's important to focus on getting the customers that are, that are already happy on your website to post reviews on Google or the Better Business Bureau or Yelp or TripAdvisor, uh, whatever you know reviews platform fits your business best. These sites rank extremely high on the search engines. They usually show your stars on the search results with rich snippets. And they're incredible. They're also good links. So those are the things that close it. Now, it is important. It's something that we always do is we contact our customers through our own internal system first. Okay, So we'll send an email. We'll have them give you know star ratings for our service. Only if they give us five stars do we send them a follow-up email asking them to post that review on a third-party website, such as Yelp or Google Business or the BBB. Sometimes they'll post three reviews on all the sites, which is incredible. These, uh, But those are very valuable. I value each review on a site like the Better Business Bureau, Bureau or Google at about $100 a piece because they're that important. And look, you can just ask Amazon how important reviews are as far as in- increasing that conversion rate. How do you convince someone to post a review in more than one place? I send an email and I give them links. Uh, I say, look, you know, thank you so much. I'm so happy you're uh, happy with our service. If you wouldn't mind, especially if they're dealing with an agent, we say, look, it's tied to that agent's bonus. So they'll be doing a favor for, for the agent. Uh, and I'll give them links. 
uh, to both. And I'll actually give them the content that they wrote on the first review. So it's really easy for them to do both. And if they're happy, they'll <laughs> very often that's what they'll do. And also our salespeople or our customer service representatives will ask them. They'll say, look, if you can, I'd appreciate it if you can leave reviews on these places. If you can, do, do all of them. It's hey. important to ask. Yeah, just ask and they'll do it, right? Just ask. Yes. That's awesome. Wow. What amazing information you've given us today, Brian. Um, before I let you go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you to tell us again how to find your book, a little bit more about your book, and anything else you want the audience to know. Of course. Uh, I have my book on my personal website, brianjgreenberg.com. Uh, anybody is uh, able to go there and actually download the audio version for free. Whoa. I, I'm just out there to help people. I'm not necessarily didn't write the book necessarily to make money. Uh, I've used it as a platform to, to kind of do PR and build up those links and build up my reputation. So yes, please go to Brian J. Greenberg. I'm building up all these recommended tools that I use to help people. And you can download the book summary for free as well. Uh, I hope it helps your listeners. That was awesome. Brian, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Thank you for having me. There you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you enjoy the Traffic and Leads podcast, if you would leave us a review, that would be fantastic on Stitcher or iTunes or Facebook, wherever you're listening to this. And if you don't feel like doing that, which I feel like you should feel like doing that, then at least tell a friend that you enjoy listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast and it has helped your business. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with TrafficandLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.